All right, you guys, we are back with episode two of Beyond the Barbell with another Waypoint member, Robin. And so I'll hand it over to you, Robin, if you want to introduce yourself and tell people a little bit about your background, which is kind of fascinating, and we'll get going. So I'm Robin Brand, and I'm a pediatrician here in the harbor. Uh, one interesting thing about being my uh, pediatric career is I'm a former military pediatrician. So this uh, the season that we're in right now is actually pretty interesting because in the military, we were kind of trained to be ready to do any kind of medical care at any kind of time. Like when pediatricians are deployed, uh, they aren't, aren't doing pediatrics most of the time. So it's been an interesting uh, perspective uh, during this whole season uh, to think, boy, you know, if I were still in the Army, I might be uh, in an ICU and taking care of patients right now. Um, however, that's not really uh, where I am now. And being a pediatrician in this time has been really interesting. Uh, you know, we're not uh, taking care of super sick COVID patients uh, because luckily uh, kids seem to be protected. Um, so it's brought forth a couple of really uh, kind of interesting perspectives on this whole thing. Um, the first one is that, you know, kind of originally when all of uh, the information started coming out to us, uh, I'm sure some uh, gym members have even heard me uh, or can remember me saying a few weeks ago, like, oh, this probably isn't going to be that big of a deal. You know, children seem to be protected. Flu is going to be much worse. Uh, you know, get your flu shot, get your immunizations, wash your hands, and we'll and all be A lot fine. of us were still just going about our day fairly yeah. normal. Yeah. 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 Um, and then it very quickly became evident that this is not the case. Uh, you know, as we started hearing more and more uh, information coming in from uh, China and from South Korea and from Italy, and actually even having some uh, a friend whose daughter was uh, was quarantined in Italy, like hearing like, wow, this is this is really something to be concerned about, even if it's not uh, in my direct uh, purview of patients. Uh, we all of these patients have parents and grandparents and neighbors and uh, you know we're surrounded by people who are very susceptible to this and it, it just wasn't clearly evident at the very beginning of all of this, this the full scope of what was going to be happening and now here we are three weeks later and uh, all hold up at, at, uh, at home uh, and so you know that's been a really interesting uh, part of being a pediatrician I it's it's one of those things where I'm like Ooh, man, I wish I could take back all that stuff that I said three weeks ago. Um, I can't do that. Uh, but what I can do is say, boy, I was kind of wrong about that. Uh, you know, and I have uh, made a couple of Facebook posts that are that are along that line, just kind of saying, man, boy, I really missed the mark on that. And I think a lot of us did. Uh, and so at this point, kind of recognizing as more and more information comes in, how much uh, bigger of a deal this is and how much more seriously we need to take it, which I think most of us have, I mean, especially where we live. Mm -hmm. I agree, I agree. So in the timeline, so for everybody outside of Washington State, so really we have been on um, 
closure for non-essential businesses for 19 days, I think today was. But really there was that week before that, that we went on closure that kind of Robin was alluding to, like we were operating normal, most people were operating normal. There was still traffic in Tacoma and Seattle. Not as much as Seattle because Seattle had to shut down really, really early um, because of the city and just the nature of the population. And then it moved quickly down south to Pierce County where we're at um, fairly quickly. So for you guys, were you in that timeline, were you operating like in terms of your, your clinic? Was it normal? And then did you see that too on your end in terms of appointments and wellness checks, that sort of thing? For sure. I, it, you know, it was really uh, frustrating because we, there's just no precedent for this. And so every, because every clinic is different and because every specialty is different, we were all trying to kind of figure out on our own, like what's going to be the best thing for our clinic. You know, my clinic is a small privately owned clinic and it's not a big hospital system. We don't have inpatients. We don't round at the hospital. Uh, and so trying to figure out like, boy, what do we do with, uh, with a sick baby when a parent calls in and they're worried? Um, and, and as time has gone on, we have gotten into a rhythm where we are all feeling more comfortable. We just had a meeting last night. Uh, we're seeing now mostly well visits uh, in the morning because we still feel like it's important to uh, make sure that you're staying up on your other immunizations. Uh, one thing I'm telling my families is, boy, there's so much that we can't control right now, but this is one thing we can. Uh, and so we are still having families bring their kids who, uh, their younger kids who need to come in and get those shots done. Uh, we're encouraging them to come in and do that and only allowing well patients, no cough, no fever, yada, 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 uh, uh, to come in. And then we have reserve times uh, kind of later in the day for sick patients to come in and much stricter protocols on what we're wearing for protective equipment and how we're cleaning rooms. Uh, and so it, it's been a process. We, you know, in the first couple of weeks, we just didn't really know because nobody was really had any kind of protocol to follow. Um, but as time has gone on, that's certainly uh, certainly has gotten better and uh, we're a little bit more streamlined and, and feel like we're, we're doing a better job at that now. Yeah. And is that a way that you guys are also supporting the, the hospitals in the area? Because I know I just started to see some stuff coming out of the Tacoma hospitals asking for assistance publicly and support publicly. And I wonder if behind the scenes, is that something that you guys as a whole are kind of working on? Is this kind of triage of where should people go? Who should they talk to? You know? For sure. Yeah. I mean, in the beginning all of, of all of this, I had a mom uh, tell me that, you know, her husband had come back from an international trip in a hot spot at, with fever and pneumonia. And he was worried. Uh, this was like in the end of February. And, uh, and he was seen in, in a, an urgent care and was told to, number one, go call the health department. Uh, which he did. And then the health department at this point, so they are doing such a great job, but I, it's, you know, it's just like day by day where everybody is learning and on what to do. But in the very beginning of this and end of February, they told him to stay at home and, and Google signs and symptoms for, 
for when we needed to come in. Um, and so now um, we have, we're improving every day on uh, how to screen families, how to tell families to go and get tested. Um, they've set up many testing sites uh, in Tacoma and in Gig Harbor. Uh, and so, you know, now that we've had a little bit of time under our belts, we're able to help uh, the hospital systems triage a little bit better on, boy, you know, I think this is really just a viral, like upper respiratory infection. I think it's probably okay. Um, or, oh, that sounds concerning. You probably need to need to go in and, and get evaluated. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good to hear. Um, from like the military background, is there anything, I know you touched on it in the beginning, but anything that kind of you see similarities in the way that um, you guys are handling things or we're handling things in general or what, what are you seeing that, that it can be kind of uh, familiar in terms of when you were, were in the active duty? Well, I think that, uh, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of banter going back and forth about, you know, executive orders from governors and, you know, people actually really do listen to that. And I think, at least in uh, Washington's case, that's true. Like, it seems like people have been pretty good. I'm sure not everybody, but everybody's been pretty good about following those orders. Um, it is interesting, you know, my husband's a military physician, and so I've been able to kind of watch uh, how how his clinic is, uh, his service is running through this. Uh, and I will say, boy, you know, the military just does a great job in situations like this. They have um, come up with standard operating procedures for what needs to happen uh, here, maybe a little bit faster than we have on the civilian side. Um, yeah, but they also how they operate. That, right. that <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it has yeah. to be that way. Yeah. It's been done, you know, Madigan, uh, which is the hospital that he works at, has done an exceptional job uh, at figuring out how to screen, uh, how to how to triage, and which is, again, what the military does. That's military medicine at its best. Mm -hmm. um, and so I do see, you know, there's a lot of, they set up some combat support hospitals, field hospitals up in Seattle for uh, non-COVID patients uh, and at the governor's request. And I think that uh, those are all good moves. Uh, and so we're seeing a lot of uh, unity and working together. And, uh, and so that's been a, a, it's been a neat thing to see. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, that's a good point because I think some people, even in like the younger generation, don't understand kind of this this uh, order thing. <laughs> and you've got to go to you like your parents or your grandparents to understand that this has happened in the past in wartime. There's been orders placed and, you know, they're very familiar with them. We are not as like a younger, you know, generation. The people below us, it's like, well, what do you mean we can't do X, Y, and Z? Yeah, it's, it's an order. <laughs> yeah, that is good to see. And I'm super proud of our community, our state. I think we're doing a fairly good job. I think that it's neat to see all the positive and the uplifting stuff. I wish we could see more of that uh, out in, in the public eye, in the news. And um, I'm proud of our community members, you included. We have, I didn't even know just how many of our members are in the healthcare field. 
there's a lot and they just keep coming out. I'm like, what? I didn't know that. So all of our members, I mean, most of them are still working and out there and serving the community, which I'm really proud of. And hopefully we get back in here before you guys have to move. Oh my goodness. That's like so sad. I was just thinking about that. I'm like, man, that's no way to go out. Hopefully oh we have, a, have a, yeah. some sort of touch point of, of some sort before you move, but I don't know. I, it's, it's been a weird season because, you know, I have two more days at work and I've had all these patients that I've gotten to watch grow up over the last, I've been there for 12 years. Oh, wow. uh, and so I've had all of these appointments where, you know, it's like one last visit with Dr. Brand and we've had to cancel a lot of them and a lot of them I haven't been able to give hugs goodbye and um, it's it's been really sad uh, yeah even we moved at our, our house and we had all of our neighbors you know stopping by we had hoped to have a little party and that's not didn't happen and it's just been a, a an interesting time to have something like this happen <laughs> yeah yeah that is that is sad and and it, it truly is it really is interesting I think in the in the end, I think it'll be good, and I think we'll look back on it, and it'll be like, okay, the timing was what the timing should have been, you know, like that's how the universe works, but um, in it, yeah, there's a lot of, um, it's just a bummer for a lot of it, yeah, it's just a bummer, that's what, it, that's what I tell my kids, I'm like, well, it's a bummer, it's, it's not tragic, we're healthy, we're, we're, we're fine, you know, but it's just a bummer. And, yeah. and that's it. Well, thank you, Robin. Do you have anything else to add before we hop off of here? I appreciate your time. Yeah, I mean, just a word to kind of what you were just saying about, um, you know, being able to talk with our kids. This is an interest that I do have in pediatrics and uh, as far as uh, positive parenting and uh, and ways that we can promote resiliency in our children. Uh, and, and number one, like being able to have your kids see you a little stressed out and handling stress in a good way. I mean, I think that that's one of those uh, things that Waypoint does well, right? We've got lots of moms that are uh, in there doing hard work to keep their uh, bodies healthy and their minds healthy. And when we do that, uh, that models to our kids that that's an important thing that we need, you know, that, boy, if my mom and dad are doing that, then I should be doing that too. And it's such a great, healthy way uh, to, to handle stress. So I think when our kids are seeing us get in on Zoom workouts and, um, and uh, taking time each day to put that into the routine, um, it's really going to help promote their adaptability and resiliency as, as time goes on. So I'm so grateful that, uh, that I have you guys to kind of keep kicking my booty uh, every day <laughs> so I can keep that as part of my routine. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Robin. I appreciate it. Hopefully we'll see you off camera soon. <laughs> <laughs>